0: How's it going, y'all? Welcome to 25% No Ice. My name is Megan, and I'm here to share my life with you 30 minutes at a time. We're going to talk all about college life, growing up, and everything in between. So sit back, get your favorite bobas, and let's spill some tea. What is up, you guys? Welcome to the very first episode of 25% No Ice. As you can probably guess from the title... I am dedicating my first podcast episode to the global pandemic of COVID-19 because this was honestly born during my quarantine. (laughs) Now, wherever you are from, I'm pretty sure you're no stranger to staying at home 24-7, working from home, or attending online lectures if you're a student like me ever since countries have gone on lockdown. To me personally, I'm struggling to manage myself and stay productive at home because there are just... Too many distractions. Netflix. (laughs) And I can't wait for everything to return to normal again, if that's even possible. And I just want this nightmare to be over, like seriously. But one day, I had a different perspective on the whole situation. Like, even though COVID-19 has caused so much anxiety and lots of inconvenience, it's also... A historical moments, y'all. COVID 19 is pretty much the millennials and Gen Zs thing, just like how our grandparents survived the World War II or what happened to our parents during the global financial crisis. I think COVID 19 is our story that we will tell our children someday. Only we get to experience this. I mean, how cool is that? That is. If there won't be another pandemic in the future but hey we'll be the first generation that has gone through this version of the end of the world so it's still a win right it's literally an event that changed the world small business owners are exploring the possibilities of expansion and running of business through the internet people are moving on from the old rigid way of lifestyle and these are just the beginning of the new change so yeah, we're going to talk about that today, and I'm here with my friend Patrick, a friend from university, and he's also an Indonesian student in Singapore, and I'll let him tell you guys more about himself. Hey Pat, how are you? Come, introduce yourself.
1: Hey Megan, um, how am I supposed to explain like who I am? Uh, okay then, I guess, hey guys, my name is Patrick, I am Megan's friend, I think that's all you have to know for now.
0: <laughs> um, do you want to tell a little bit more A little bit about yourself Like where are you from From Indo And for people who have no idea Where Indonesia is
1: <laughs> I mean like Okay I guess sure um, I'm from Bokasi Which is a very small city Right next to Jakarta And What do I like to do? I mean like I, I like a lot of things I like to play music Draw art when I can And Anything creative related i'm a workaholic basically so is that enough
0: (laughs) not sure (laughs) yeah i think that's enough for now and as you guys can probably tell by the title today we're going to talk about COVID 19 and how to be productive at home so pat how is the situation like in indonesia at your place because for me in singapore um, according to the experts, we are heading towards the second wave, but I think we've got it under control pretty much. So yeah, how is it like at your place?
1: I mean, there are lots of beams about the COVID-19. You know how people were like, okay, let's flatten the curve. And then Indonesia is like, let's make a hell pipe. Let's make it exponential. And uh, it's not the best situation, not not the best scenario to have right now because a lot of businesses are well, it's really hard to explain as well because, like, a lot of businesses are just falling apart because they don't have the financial uh, help from the government. Not necessarily is the government's fault, but the entire situation really pushes every business to innovate as much as possible. But then, you know, that thing aside, how is it affecting me? Uh, I'm still fine. I'm an introvert. I don't really go out that much. I don't know about <laughs> you, cause like you like going out, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah, I I, I feel like I'm an extrovert introvert. <laughs> if that even makes sense.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, like same with me as well. But then, uh, an extroverted introvert is still an introvert by heart, I guess. Yeah. So I'm for me personally, I'm not that affected. There are lots of things that I can do at home, and I guess I'm also fortunate enough to have. Things that I can do at home. That doesn't seem to be the case for lots of people, you know, when yeah. they have financial problems. They just have to go out and work, even if it kills them, right? Yeah. So.
0: Like, it's crazy. I know um, some of my friends who are, um, like, they're overseas and they're working at like supermarket sort of um industry where these businesses are open even at the highest height of the COVID-19 spread and they were like the front liners I would say and they can't really um enjoy their life as much as they used to um, a lot of my friends are in university and they were planning on um attending uni uh in one year time or even shorter than that but they had to postpone it and take a gap uh, a gap year because they have to earn enough because their um savings are all ruined and i feel like it just messes up everyone's life it's just absolutely crazy
1: yeah right but like that take into consideration and you were talking about how some of them still have to work aren't you like uh, a little bit worried because I've been reading the news as well, especially about Singapore. How people just kind of forgot about COVID nineteen. I saw this post like on Mothership SG if I'm not wrong or uh, someplace I can't remember, and like people were just lining up in front of a mall that's like eighty percent off for like uh, clothes. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure what you guys are doing.
0: okay okay I'm gonna tell you a little bit about to be fair
1: (laughs) before before that right to be fair Indonesians we also do that I'm not pointing fingers I'm just like people are just forgetting that COVID-19 is still a thing
0: yeah I think it's it's that and also the fact that we are in such a globalized era that we just love to go out and I think a lot of these people just need to get out you know so um okay Mm. what happened in singapore was that we we have this thing called circuit breaker right and that happened during um i think it was like april or march ish so circuit breaker is yeah. uh, yeah so circuit breaker is like um um a gentler or um not it doesn't sound that scary um compared to a lockdown so singapore never calls it a lockdown um so we have this thing called Circuit Breaker and then after th- that happened for like two months I think, two and a half months and then It after was
1: extended. Th- it got a second season as they call yeah. it if I'm wrong. Well, like, Netflix. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like people were so excited because at first we heard from the government. So here in Singapore we have a prime minister and a president, but the prime minister is the one that would mostly announce if anything is happening to the country. So the prime minister announced that we're gonna have a, um, a circuit breaker for a month and then after that one month I mean I was already pessimist bro like I I could tell from the number because we would we would be sent we would get these messages from the government on, on WhatsApp, and then um, they would tell us the count of the new cases per day, and then the people who are in hospital, people who are not in very serious condition. So these they give us a lot of um, information, which I feel is a um, it's a very good um, thing for a country to do to. Um, sort of like tell our tell their citizens that you know uh, we're being transparent and there's if there's something if something is going wrong or going really bad we'll we'll let you know we'll let you guys know but um yeah i just feel like that's very important because a lot of country would hide this sort of stuff from what i heard from the news at least mm-hmm. yeah so um we had this circuit breaker for uh two months or two and a half months and then we had First phase, phase one. And the phase one only lasted for a month or so. And then we got into phase two. So in phase two, people are just crazy. Like, they were going to supermarkets. They were going to malls. And I think one week ago, the cinema in Singapore just opened. And people are literally rushing to the cinemas. <laughs>
1: like, Wait, do you, don't they have, like, uh, those, like, rules where you just... You can't go, um, for example... For every seat, you have to have like one seat apart or something.
0: Yes, yes, Don't yes. You,
1: yeah, you guys have that. All right. Yes. At least, you know, there's that.
0: There is that. But still, people like, are lining up. And you can't, even though you put in these measures for social distancing. But still, people would, you know, if it's it's, it's so crowded. You can't really control them, right?
1: Yeah. All I wish, right, is for that not to affect the numbers at all. Because here's the thing, I'm in Indonesia right now, and I'm supposed, I was supposed to, right? I was supposed to go and go for my second year of bachelor's degree this July. It's almost the end of July, and I'm still in Jakarta because we're we're not allowed to go back. At first, we we're like, okay, you know what, maybe we can come back on September. I'm like, okay, cool, let's go back in September. But no, phase two doesn't allow, it's like blacklisting Indonesia or... Another way to see it is they have a whitelist of like people that are allowed to go in. But like Indonesia is not one of them. So my student visa is like still there pending. I don't, I have no idea w- where it is right now. And I don't even know whether it's suspended or being rejected. I feel like if it's rejected, I should know. Right. But yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. And well, until the foreseeable future, which is like December, I will be in Indonesia not being able to go back to Singapore and still have online classes. But again, at least I still have online classes. I don't get like my uni uh, application terminated or anything like that.
0: Mm, that's good. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, let's talk about that, actually, because you brought up something really... Um, which I think is really interesting because I hear um, that a lot of people in the States, um, some of my friends who are studying there, they are um their student paths are sort of being threatened so um for international students who are studying in the states um the authorities are saying that okay okay you guys have to go back to your country so you guys are going to attend on like lectures. oh i
1: remember that i remember that the ins- like instagram was just like not even instagram twitter as well every social media it was like a what's the better way of saying it It's like um a poop storm, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it was just such chaos. And because most of us were like, Well, is this true? Like, this can't be real, right? It, yeah. They must be trolling us, right? They were just like, Okay, you know what? No, you, all you international students, if you still have online classes and you have no reason to be here, then why are you here? Just go back to your own country, right? Yeah, because like it's not like we have jobs there. Is not like they have jobs there? No, you guys are just here to study. So like, if you're going to have online classes, then just go back to your own countries. It was like, what? Really? <laughs> nah.
0: <laughs> I I was so scared when I heard about that because I I live in Singapore and yeah, my home country is Indonesia and at that time I know the numbers of the cases in Indonesia. It was absolutely crazy there were thousands of deaths right
1: oh oh, oh. we finally reach our uh youtube-ish uh benchmark we finally have a hundred thousand cases and people were making memes out of it like i just saw one like two days ago and i was like really (laughs) this is what we're gonna do we we reach a hundred thousand cases and you guys are making memes about it (laughs) that's gen z and millennials for you i sound like a boomer even though i'm also a gen -er. (laughs) Zer.
0: talking about making lemon to lemonade, eh?
1: Hey, right? I mean, if you can get a good laugh out of it, like, why not? I mean, <laughs> sure. But <laughs> putting that aside, like, with, with all seriousness, yeah, it's crazy.
0: Yeah, I was so scared because I don't want, I mean, my parents were worried and my parents don't want me to go back to Indonesia. So I just thank the the Singapore authorities so much for not kicking me out.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, Okay, I am a little bit annoyed that I'm not able to go back to Singapore, but they are doing a great job with uh. I'm talking about the Singapore government. I feel like they're doing a great job keeping the COVID nineteen to the bare minimum and flattening the curve in general. Because mm-hmm. that takes effort. Unfortunately, just like every other country, and I'm not again, I'm not pointing fingers, but then. You know, sometimes the citizens, they just really don't want to cooperate. Some of them don't realize that, you know, we're we're a global citizen. Mm-hmm. We're global citizens. Like, people from outside of the country really need and want to go to your country to actually pursue their education, pursue their career. And if y'all are not cooperating, it's, it's really shutting us down, you know?
0: Yeah. And... Um, but to to be fair, I mean it's it's not really um, it's not really fair either to compare Singapore to other countries because Singapore is such a small country. I mean, literally, if you look on the map, it's just one dot. <laughs> and yeah,
1: smaller than Jakarta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think in general, um, the people of Singapore are just more educated, and they're. Uh, they know that they'll get into so much trouble if they go against the authority. I mean, literally, during the Sacred breaker, or even un- until now, actually, we have to wear masks everywhere we go. So the moment we step out of the house, we have to wear a mask. Because if not, and there would be authorities walking around, like, I, I would see a lot of policemen walking around or these um, special people or, like, volunteer um, who would sort of... Um, Keep a lookout of anyone who is not wearing masks. and if anyone was caught not wearing it, w- they would be fined with three hundred dollars. That's like three hundred dollars. That's it, gone. <laughs> Just that's the same because thing with
1: Jakarta as well. Yeah. Like, um, we will we would be fined what two hundred fifty thousand rupiah, which is like okay twenty five dollars in with SGD, but for the locals here two hundred fifty thousand. That's a lot of money. Yeah. And, like, people are just, like, uh, I don't know. I'm not going to go into politics and, like, explain whether that is even an effective policy (laughs) or not. But, yeah. But at least you guys can, you know, have bubble tea again, right?
0: Yes. Bubble tea. (laughs) (laughs) I freaking love bubble tea and the people of singapore as well because when it first opened bubble tea was shut down during second breaker and phase one it was also still closed and in phase two it was finally open and oh wait was it open in phase two no phase one
1: Yeah, i'm pretty sure it's open in phase two because like i I saw people like i can't believe i finally have bubble tea again i was like i think i'm not sure
0: i think oh is that what i think it was open at phase one actually
1: phase one ah uh, phase yeah, one yeah 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 well.
0: right. so okay the difference between phase one and phase two was that in phase um, in phase one you're not allowed to visit um, your friend's house and uh, if you want to visit anyone's house they are only uh, it's only allowed if they are your family members and you're not allowed mm-hmm. to meet with anyone else other than that um, but in phase two you're allowed to go to um, schools are opening like elementary schools um, secondary schools and tuition centers and um oh i even saw this was it a minister i can't remember but someone from the authority posted this post i think on twitter or something like that saying that um okay i need to clear things up because um a lot of people are asking me these questions are tuition centers open um can i meet my boyfriend and stuff like that (laughs)
1: oh my gosh yeah like like he he,
0: i i read this one phrase where he said yes you may meet your girlfriend or boyfriend i was laughing so freaking hard like you have to put that out there
1: honestly sometimes when i look at sg from the outside looking in it it looks like a really scripted show (laughs) to be honest because it's like Singapore is such a, a small country. I'm not saying that in, 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 in any bad way, but, like, Singapore is such a small country, and then they have so many unique people <laughs> that, like, some sometimes if I hear their daily lives, it really just sound like some scripted reality show or something. <laughs> if, once I get back to SG, hopefully soon, hopefully next year, I can co- come back to SG, I'm going to make sure I get that 75% sugar and less <laughs> ice. Because, like... I, I would usually go to uh, each a cup, right? I would go for like I, was this 75% or like 70% I can't remember but like 75% sugar and then less ice like I don't know what what do you usually buy?
0: Okay, so I would usually get um a 25% with no ice which oh, is Is that
1: why, it's called, why this is called that?
0: Yeah <laughs> Yeah, this <laughs> podcast is called that because of my freaking love for bubble tea so i okay would...
1: wait <laughs> no wait 25 percent with less ice
0: no no ice no ice yep so here's a trick that i learned i love sweets but i know that i have to keep it on the low <laughs> and
1: uh-huh. if you
0: add ice you can't really taste the sweetness so true when they make their when they when the people um on boba shops make um, the boba um, make the bubble tea they would shake have you ever seen them shaking it and mixing yeah, it have you
1: ever seen them shaking it <laughs> what kind of question is that of course I've seen them shaking it
0: okay yeah so when they shake the tea and the milk to mix it together um, they would add ice into it and yeah. so it'll be it'll already be cold so I don't need the extra Coldness, or I don't need that ice. So that's why I wouldn't use ice at all, and I would just keep my sugar at twenty five percent, and it'll be just nice for me. (laughs) Yeah, so that's why this podcast is called Twenty Five Percent No Ice, because that's just how I like it. And no, I don't get it every single day. I'm not that crazy. I don't want to get into obesity problem. (laughs) <laughs> or diabetes mm. <laughs> that's really bad
1: wink wink <laughs> to some of those listeners who actually <laughs> drink boba every time
0: don't do it guys it's it <laughs> each cough has like i think 300 to 400 calories minimum so yeah i usually get it yeah. about once a week or two times a month not too often but just when i feel like it and
1: oh that's still nice yeah come on treat yourself 50 percent.
0: that's me treating myself okay i okay i i i I get bloated very easily so i don't i try to avoid it as much as possible because i know the aftermath of it yeah (laughs) yeah so okay anyway how are you coping up with the covid19 like um when before school starts i know that you are uh you are interning so how is that affected Mm. and how uh, like, were you working from home or how was it like?
1: Oh, for me, I don't work from home because like when you're interning, you can't really just work from home. And interning is not something that I must do because it's different. Um, So uh, both of us go to a private institution in Singapore. As someone who's from a private institution, internship is not allowed there. So... And it's not uh something that is, what's the word that you must do? It's not, what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with a C. A C. I mean, it starts with the a C. Like, it, it's like, you don't have to do it. Like It's not compulsory. Yeah, that's the word, compulsory. It's, it's <laughs> that word slipped from my brain, all right? So it's not compulsory for us to take internship, which is different from uh, government-owned institutions where you actually have to go for internship and usually you will have the school support trying to find internship and possibly even working from home but for me i just get laid off it's a mixture of laid off and me resigning myself because it's getting really bad this was around march back then and i was in jakarta so there's that but ever since then i've just been at home, trying to explore my hobbies, I guess. Cause yeah, what is what else is there to do? What are you? What have you been doing?
0: Oh, okay. Um, well, I have online lectures, so every week I have six classes, one per day. So it's like nonstop for me. But during the holidays, uh, you know, I what do I do? Let me think. Oh, I was an exercise gym. junkie to be honest. When I was uh, during the circuit breaker, of course, the gyms were closed and I was such a junkie. I was um, I was watching videos and I was doing workouts at home. I, I kind of hated it at first because I I just don't like that environment. You know, when you mix your um, resting environment with like uh, work or study or exercising and just one room. And to be honest, I don't have the biggest room ever because, you know, I'm a student. So yeah, budget people.
1: Yeah, we're all on a budget. <laughs>
0: yeah so i would just motivate uh, motivate myself with exercising i would try to write 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 my on my journal but we know that that is a challenge sometimes (laughs) and i was reading books because i feel like I, i i'm such a book i'm such a bookworm to be honest like um, I used to tell my friends to get me specific books on my birthdays, on Christmas, and people would just call me book junkie. So I couldn't. So you're
1: a junkie in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I'm a gym junkie. I'm a book junkie. What else? I'm a boba junkie, junkie too. <laughs> boba junkie. <laughs> oh, oh gosh, I hope I hope I won't become a junk though. <laughs> I
1: was like, that's gonna be your new nickname. Like, hey, junkie. <laughs> Oh, oh, that no! is so bad. No, no, Please no, no. Please don't call no, me no, that.
0: No, <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to get in some books for me to read because when school starts, most of the time I can't really read any of these books that I want. Because once I start a book and I really, really like it, sometimes I would even stay up until two AM because I'm so curious what will happen after that. That happened. I think that started when I was um in my earlier teens. Yeah, so that's me. That is
1: Mood, though. I mean, like, I think everyone can uh, relate to that. Well, I don't know. People who love reading will relate to that because I am not a particular book junkie, as you may call it. And I'm not necessarily a fan of reading. But when I read, and if I'm invested in just the first 10 pages, you can bet your But. can bet your butt (laughs) that I'm going to finish that in one day if I could and I would probably not sleep because like what an interest is the same thing it's not It's no much different than like a Netflix series or like any episodes right Mm. because you're invested in the story you're not invested in reading itself so you will go to like really far lengths just to get that done just to know whether for example your Romeo is going to meet your Juliet or something (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, but that's only for fiction books though, right? Um, how I would control myself when it comes to those sort of stuff, especially during school days when I can read, I would get um a nonfiction books, so like self help books. Or <laughs> I would get.
1: <laughs> oh, I would get. Oh,
0: yeah, I would get. Wait, um, I yeah.
1: like like oh, my reaction is like uh just showing that I, I'm I didn't know you would read those books.
0: Oh, I do actually. I I kind of like them. So I would get like um oh, I can't think of any right now, but there are just some books that I read. Like oh, for example, there's this book called What Every. Wait, let me think. Oh, What Every body is saying it's by this ex-fbi agent and it's a psychology book but it talks about body language
1: oh that is interesting i have to get look I, I like at one point of the quarantine just like almost probably everyone else i also had that phase of just like reading i was reading nonfiction books as well i was reading uh i was reading psychology related books because i was You know, I wanted to learn about something and psychology seems interesting, but then it fell apart. (laughs) Like at at one point it fell apart because like you have those creative highs and creative lows throughout your uh, month or sometimes even throughout your year. Sometimes you really want something and then you just drop it. That that was the case for me. I haven't experienced that high anymore. Right now, I'm really just focusing on arranging music because I have... I, didn't, I haven't told you about this yet. So like I have a concert, not me performing as, but I am directing a concert for my uh, parish, my church in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're still in the planning phase, but I, I'm the one doing majority of the music directing and music arrangement. And oh my gosh, that is taking so much of my time.
0: <laughs> music director and music arranging
1: yes because like oh we have several songs right we want to make an online concert so everything should be pre-recorded but then we want this we want to make it extra and involve as many people in the church as possible so like we have some musicians but then even if you have musicians you have to tell them what to do or not they won't know what to do right yeah so for a particular song i would be the one making this course making sure that everyone has a part and they know what to do right so that is my job and yeah
0: sounds pretty December. busy it's
1: gonna yeah i don't have time to read <laughs> anymore and like yeah it's a mixed feeling i really want to get back into reading because like you know reading is fun reading is fun no matter what people say reading is fun yeah i don't care because <laughs> like some people are like no i don't like reading i'm like no reading is fun yeah i used to be one of those people that just hates reading me too until i well what was the first thing that got me to reading geronimo stilton
0: Oh my gosh! Yes,
1: I I think yours was Thea Stilton because like I like Thea Stilton's uh, books as well, but I was more into Geronimo Stiltons.
0: Yeah, I read that um in primary school. I even remember telling my teacher that I will not like reading because I am not gonna be a nerd who wears thick glasses. <laughs> and
1: oh my gosh! And
0: my <laughs> so stereotypical. <laughs> because because when Look where I where was... we are now. <laughs> when I was in primary six. I was the only student in my entire batch who was not wearing glasses. And my my friends, they're already wearing glasses since, like, primary two, primary three. And it's just crazy. And I, yeah. I was telling my teacher that I will not become one of them and I will not become a nerdy. You know why they have thick glasses? Because they watch too much movies and they read too much books. And then for some reason, I developed... Ooh, a savage.
1: <laughs> we have a savage right here.
0: <laughs> I developed this um idea that books would books would ruin your eyes more than movies (laughs) like what the heck (laughs)
1: dude i I wanted to have glasses tbh like i like i felt like going to have glasses like would be so cool but i'm so glad that that like i never actually have to wear glasses because like i wore some fake glasses at one point it was so annoying because like you 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 wear glasses as well right sometimes you wear contacts yeah, I, I can't. Dude, no, I can't. Props to you guys who wear glasses and contact lenses. You guys have too much maintenance on your hands. I can't.
0: <laughs> Wait, but like, okay, let's go back a little bit to our topic. You, we both oh, right.
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, "Oh, yeah, right."
0: <laughs> we both are very so were we? we both are very busy people, so it's quite easy for us to get Uh, motivated because our drive is that we have to get things done but you know we have some of those days when we just don't really have much to do and we just feel so lousy you know those days when you would wake up and you're like oh I don't want to start this day because I have nothing in plan at least for me when I don't have plans I get frustrated so do you have any tips on um, how to get things done even though you don't actually have anything
1: Alright, so this is going to be quite controversial for some people, right? When, If you guys hear this, right, you, you can disagree with me because lots of people disagree with me. <laughs> I am a firm believer that you should trust your body when it comes to your body. So, if your body feels like it's tired, then just don't do anything. And if you feel motivated, then just go do it. Because, here's the thing. Unless there's a deadline due, right? If, it's, if there's a deadline due, make sure you do it right. Because having a deadline is motivation in itself to finish it. The thing is, when you have no deadline or the deadline is very far away and then you feel like you don't feel like doing anything, then just don't. Because here's the thing. If that continues for a certain amount of time, there will come to a point where your body just go, hey, I think it's about time we go exercising, for example. Or I think it's about time I go read. And throughout that time, you will exercise and you will read almost religiously. And then you will get your momentum and then that's when you get to start, you know, getting to the swing of things, as they say. Because that's how I do it.
0: That's so good, actually. I think that's very true. Um, When a lot of people our age and a lot of millennials, Gen Z, when they get super busy, we get drained out so easily. But um, I think in this COVID-19 um. Um, this COVID-19 season I think one thing it has taught me is that we need to slow down a little bit and listen to our body I learned this from my Mm -hmm. grandpa because my grandpa is um, Chinese and like he's from mainland China and you know the Chinese people they are very conscious of um, your natural being and your body and like Mm -hmm. how it can speak to you so I think it's very important for um, people, especially young people, to actually p- push that pause button and listen to yourself for once. If you need help, get help. Like I, I hear a lot of stories about how um, people are getting into mental problem or depression during this COVID nineteen because of the stress that they're facing all this time, and it's just accumulating, and now it's catching up to them and yeah I think I think you made a really good point there but I what about those people that are stuck in this loop of I want to do something good with my life I want to do something productive but I just can't get myself into doing it
1: here's the thing right for some of y'all who have that things like I want to do this but I don't feel like doing it I don't think you're being serious because here's the thing I am one of those people that goes, I really want to do this, but I don't think I can. But there are certain certain projects where it's like, I really want to do this, and then I just start instantly. If you really want to force yourself, then stop thinking and just do it. Because in the end, right? Oh, this is so cliche, by the way, I understand. But then when you have a project that you want to do, or if there's something, anything that you want to do, to me, I guess just do it. If it falls apart, that's your future's problem, not your right now problem. I am so... I'm not making sense, am I? Um, How do I word this properly? Can you word that properly, Megan? I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I get your idea. I mean, it's like... I think it has something to do with this thought of feeling of failure. Yeah, that. Uh, <laughs> like, this fear of failure. Because I've faced that as well, like... I want to do something, but I don't know how it'll end up. And I'm just, I don't like uncertainties in the future. So let's not go through that process. So in the end, I just don't do it. I think that's the reason actually why a lot of people are stuck in that loop, right?
1: Mm -hmm. And I feel like when it comes to that, right? Just remember and just know, even if you fail, you will gain something in the end. You can lose so many things, but there will always be a balance. That's what I believe. Like
0: That's so good. Yeah,
1: there will always be a balance. Whenever you lose something, you will gain something in return. If you lose, for example, friends, you will gain time. If you lose time, you will gain connections. There will always be an equivalence there. So, like, just go for it.
0: That is so good, actually. Fear of failure, it's... I, I mean... I think that's very real and to be honest when I started this podcast I didn't want to do it either and if it's not for the people that supported me and believed in me I I wouldn't I wouldn't have you guys I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to share this guys with you so yeah don't be afraid just do whatever you want and I think that you should break out of the mindset of Um, whether or not I'm going to succeed because I think that all humans have this, um, you can call it a selfishness attitude, a selfishness attitude of if I want something, I will get it. So if you want something, you go get it. If, if you're not doing it, I don't think you want it bad enough
1: yes preach
0: and <laughs> and
1: <laughs> no no no. let me highlight that again let me repeat that if you want something and you don't feel like doing it you don't want it enough and that's a fact
0: mm-hmm. and i think a lot of us are just stuck with this um with this uh expectations that maybe our parents or our friends or the society are putting on us like when i was when during the lockdown. Um, a lot of people are telling me that oh we're going into the new normal, and you have to be so productive. Um, join classes and new learn new skills and etc. etc. And at one point I was so frustrated because, man, I just want to relax because I was on my term break and I just want to be able to sleep in to the morning until like ten a.m. I know that's very late, but. Yeah, I, I can't do that on normal days. And I would feel bad because I feel like I'm not learning new skills. But when I actually do want to learn new skills, I would do it. And I would attend courses. I would do a project for myself. And I think a lot of us should just learn to shut these voices out. Because if you want something, your nature self Preach. will get it. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
1: Well said. Yeah, I've got nothing and- else to add on that. <laughs>
0: um. Okay, but how how do you think the world would be after um this whole pandemic? Like, I keep on hearing this phrase, the new normal. Like, it's it's crazy when you think about it. I mean, I learned um, some time ago that before the global financial crisis. Um Oh wait, no. During um Can you help me on this? I forgot what it's called. It was it was when uh the planes were hijacked, remember? Oh,
1: like,
0: 9/11? Yeah, during 9/11. Um you know how before that airports would not have security mm-hmm. and you can you don't have to scan through your bags and everything. And I never know about that. When I my first time going to an airport, there was already screening.
1: Yeah, so, yeah i get it I get like
0: it. that that was uh, a mark where things in the entire world change how do you think this covid19 would take an impact to the world
1: covid in general or what has been happening because if it's covid alone i can just tell you straight on people should just like wear masks and be hygienic it's like please when you come into a restaurant, just wash your hands, even if you're not going to use your hands eating to eat. Like, just wash your hands. Like, like something as simple as that. Or, like, social distancing, maintaining some, you know, distance. I feel like that is something that's going to carry on. Because, like, um, I'm sure Singapore changed in a way as well after the SARS incident, that they have mm-hmm. new policies that come out of that. Which, you know, when... It happens again. Like, for example, when COVID came, Singapore was more well-prepared and, like, the citizens know what they should do and what they should not do. That's for COVID. Mm-hmm. But if you're talking about, like, the entire situation, because we haven't even talked about the different movements that are mm-hmm. just popping up. Are we going to talk about that?
0: Um, I think that would be a really interesting conversation, but let's save it for next time. All right. So, before we close this episode... We have this thing on the podcast where I would ask you random questions. It's called uh, "Questions in a Minute." So let's see how many questions will you be able to answer in one minute. Okay. All right. All right. Let me set the top. Let me set the stopwatch. And wait,
1: just answer or okay? Continue. Yeah.
0: So these are these questions are really short um questions okay and um, uh, yeah you can just answer them as soon as you can or whatever you feel like and then afterwards we can um if you wanted to elaborate on some of the things or if i think some of them are really interesting then i'll ask you more about it but all after right. this one minute sounds good great all right let's start in three two one netflix or youtube youtube what's your favorite youtube channel pewdiepie Fruits or vegetables. Fruits. Bubble tea or soda. Bubble tea. <laughs> McDonald's or Burger King.
1: McDonald's.
0: <laughs> Starbucks or local coffee shop.
1: Starbucks. I'm a studying library white B word. or at cafes. <laughs> oh oh oh! Shoot. Library.
0: Night owl or early bird.
1: Night owl.
0: <laughs> coffee or tea.
1: Tea unfortunately
0: tiktok or instagram
1: instagram no tiktok please
0: (laughs) savory snacks or sweets
1: sweet i must have a sweet tooth (laughs)
0: um favorite ice cream flavor
1: oh i don't really like ice cream that's gonna people are gonna hate me for that but vanilla (laughs) vanilla 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 vanilla
0: oh my gosh, that's so boring and that's it that's one minute
1: how many did i get i couldn't keep count
0: you got 11 questions.
1: Eh, not bad. I got <laughs> stuck when you were saying like the ice cream question. Because like, again, I don't really eat ice cream that much. I have really sensitive teeth, you know.
0: All right. I think we covered a lot of stuff today. I hope you guys learned some things as well. And yeah, thank you so much, Pat, for coming. It's been such a great talk.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: all right see you next time i hope we get to see you i get to see you soon
1: (laughs) yeah me too all right then see you later bye-bye see you
0: bye-bye thank you for tuning in to today's episode don't forget to subscribe if you'd love to spend some quality boba time with me and you can find 25 percent new eyes on spotify follow me on instagram at megan bahar and i'll link that at the description box This podcast is produced by Megan Bahar and co-produced and edited by Everest. See you on the next episode.